Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another episode of the EBA Players Podcast. I am your host Mark, and alongside me, as always, my co-host Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Hey, Mark. How are you doing today? I see your the the screen background you've gone for. You're with the um, is that the Northern Lights or what have you what have you done with your background there on Zoom? Honestly, I'm just trying to be outside of my house, even if it's just virtually. Is, Jen- <laughs> is Jennifer in the background as well? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's somewhere in the cloud there, just nice. listening to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. And where's your background, Brandon? It looks like uh, I'm isolating over at Mount Monganui up the oh, top there. Wow. Yeah. yeah, a lot of walkers up here, but it's it's obviously a great day out. There's plenty of plenty of blue sky, but I'm enjoying it. Are you guys keeping your social distancing? Yeah, everyone's trying to, but everyone's sweating. So there's a hurricanes. If anyone's transmitting it, that could be via sweat up here. But you know what can we do? All right. Stay safe out there, man. Stay safe. All right. But before we get to your guest today, just a reminder for all our listeners to follow us on Instagram at EBA underscore AKL and on Facebook at Eastern Basketball Association. Send us questions and we will answer them on the show. The questions can be as personal as you like because there is no filter on the show. Right, Brandon? Yeah, no filter. I mean, we haven't really started swearing yet, but I think further down the track as the show matures maybe we'll start incorporating foul language who we got on the show today mark both of us actually know him probably for over a decade by now would you say yeah definitely yeah I think, um yeah well over a decade for sure yeah. so let me say his introduction he is the four-time eba all-star twice all eba first team a career average of 21 points nine rebounds and four assists the 2019 EBA regular season and finals MVP from Sonics, number zero, Elam Chan. Hello, Elam. Hey, hey, Mark. I'm <clears throat> Brandon. Thanks for having me on the show. This is actually the nicest introduction I've ever written to anyone. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit of a, expecting a little bit of roast, but it just didn't come. I did actually wrote a roast version of introduction. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, man. Hit All me right. with it. Come on. Okay. <clears throat> He is a man who have hurt me with his words more than his physicality. Someone who will post up anyone from five foot one to seven foot two. The not really deserving 2019 EB MVP, Elam Chan. Hello, (laughs) Elam. Hey, hey, that one wasn't much of a roast either. I like that. I like. (laughs) (laughs) Elam, you said it before we even started. You said that you don't talk trash. That's like the second thing you've said is trash talking, Mark. (laughs) <laughs> what have I trash talk? You're saying him that his that you just uh, that's a trash you're trash talking what you just said. You, I just appreciated said, his appreciation of my post game. That, that's about that's about all. All right, let, let's actually talk about your trash talking, Elam. Would you say you're the best trash talker in the EBA right now? Definitely not. How would you define trash talking? That might be a, a good place to start. You know, I mean, like you uh, when you say something on the court. It impacts the players physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, and have a lasting impact on them for weeks. Psychological impact for weeks. See, that may be true. However, I, I, I like to call it real talk more than trash talk. Now, how would you describe your real talk? So, yeah, my real talk, I just, when I play basketball, I, I'm not the most talented player. Um, Everywhere. If you're listening to this, you've seen me play. I'm short. I'm Asian. I'm not very athletic. 
um, the shooting touch kind of comes and goes. So <clears throat> I had to figure out different ways to try play the game with my uh, my mental abilities. So basically, I was once told I forgot who, but my high school coach actually I do remember. I don't remember his last name, but um Andy he used to make us yell on the court all the time for no reason. So I kind of carried that on as far as communication is important. So I just state the facts as they are on the court. If someone can't shoot, I'll tell my teammates, hey, that guy can't shoot. So we don't need to close him out. So you're saying that the trash talk is actually only trash talk if the other person believes it's trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If he believes it, it then it, it's trash talk. If, if it's not true, he's, if they're, they're free to prove me wrong. So who do you think in the league is the easiest for you to trash talk to? Um, is it Ray? No post game? No, well, well, the thing is, Ray's on my team on, on Wednesdays. And um, his team last year, I mean, this year before the season was suspended, it was a different story because his team's been on a, a tier. But last year, his team wasn't doing so well. So on teams like that, um, I usually can just keep the communication to a minimum. Uh, a player that probably gets affected the most is actually on my own team, um, but I play against him in another league. Is probably Andy. Andy. <laughs> so, so you're saying that Andy is when he receives trash talk, you say that he they can't take it. I don't know if it's trash talk, but he receives it as trash talk. He receives it and then he turns it into a reality. So yeah. I try to turn that the other way around when he's on my team, um, and I try to enable him and empower him instead. Yeah. Andy has got to be the most roasted person on this show Andy. so far. Nah, well, now yeah. you just now you just drag, drag. <laughs> I know exactly what you're doing right there. I know you exactly what happened last week, Brandon, in the trivia show. I know what happened last week. I know exactly what do. I know exactly what you're trying to do. And in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now that the only reason this tra- this show exists is because you're trying to split Sonics. Um, <laughs> I reckon that's. One of the oldest uh, organizations in Saturday basketball history. You're trying to split up. I mean, like, there hasn't been a show where I have not thrown shades at Sonics yet. Well, we're not taking it as shade, actually, but we just know what you're doing. All right. Speaking about splitting up Sonics, <laughs> let's talk about Elon's betrayal to Sonics in 2012. Let's paint a picture first. Near the end of 2009, at Momo Team Middlelands. The seven OG Sonics players met up and started a dynasty. September 2011, we finally accomplished our goal and won Sonics first of many championships. Two months later, Lewis asked the Sonics team to add Brandon onto the roster. But a couple weeks later, Elam left Sonics to team up with Brandon and started a new team. What happened? Brandon, do you steal Elon from us? Man, I didn't even, until you told me right now that Lewis tried putting me on the Sonics team, I didn't even know about that. But you know what? I see what you're doing. Even uh, I, these are, if, if we, we're going to have to get Lewis to comment on this and whether or not that actually happened, but that's not going to change how I feel about how I feel about it. But I didn't poach Elon. Elon, Elon and I played that season. We went and played at... Um, we started playing a lot more together and I think that's when we started. Do we play Bombers that year, Elam? I think we did, eh? On Monday nights? Yes, I think we played some Bombers and we played and at uni. uni as well, yeah. And then I knew, so I had never played in that Saturday league and so Elam was probably the player that I knew the most in that league. And so I just went and played with Elam. Elam was one of my favorite, one of the favorite guys I've ever played with. So I was just going to play where he was playing. I didn't know that playing on Sonics was an option, but to be honest, I knew Elam 
better than the rest of the Sonics players. So I still, even if that was an option, I would have played with Elam. So why do you leave us, Elam? We just won the championship. We had a great run. You know, we love each other. It was a family. And you divorced us. So there's a, there's a, this is, this, this is a, there's a rich history behind this. I think I need to help paint the fuller, paint the fuller picture. Before forming Sonics, I was part of a team called BOS. What BOS stands for is Benchwarmers on Strike. And what happens was there was this other team and then they had a whole bunch of Benchwarmers and I think they had this giant team and they just, uh, all the Benchwarmers were just paying the fees but not getting game time. Mm-hmm. So they made their own team, asked me to play with them. And we went through one or two seasons of, of extreme struggle where I would uh, shoot extremely low field goal and we would lose games. And so we had some tough seasons and then I was kind of sick of that because I hate losing. And that's how Sonics was formed. That's how we pulled together. And then we kind of made, we pulled Lewis, who was on another team, dropping 40 a game at the time. We pulled uh, Ooh, yourself oh, and Dad. Man, young Lewis was something else, go, man. Go lose those kilos, man, and then return to 40 points a game. I'll give you all my shots. Anyway, um, so that, then Sonics came together, and we were, we were pretty good. And then we, so like Mark said, we won. But there were, I felt like there was unfinished business with BOS, with the boys in BOS. So I thought, hey, I've won a ring now with Sonics. I should go back uh, to my guys in BOS. A lot of guys who I grew up with in church playing casually. Um, and as far as Brandon goes, you know, Brandon was probably the best big man I knew. Um, a big man, like you said in the first podcast, who could handle the ball and who could do a little bit of everything. So I thought, who better to bring in and try to overcome the titan that was Sonics that I helped create than uh than brandon so that was the story there was no betrayal um at the time i think our chemistry was also not as refined as as it is now so i was struggling actually to find my role because i think prior to create creating sonics i was a lot more of a ball handler so then over all these years uh i've completely pretty much gone off ball but in those early years i was still figuring out how to do that alongside peter do you just say that the guy you clashed with the most in Sonos in the early years was Peter? Um, I mean, you could say that. You could say that. But but you know what? When people clash and then and then they figure it out, that's when they really make magic happen. And uh, I think that's what happened last year in the in, in EBA. I just want to say like you and Peter are two of my favorite teammates of all time. Peter's like, Peter's probably the guy that I've had the most arguments with. Um, on more the than court. Joe on the court <laughs> man i can just see you sipping that cup of water mark just fucking throwing out all this trash man but the thing is the thing is me and peter's conflicts always come just because we're competitive and we want to win and sometimes we see the game slightly differently so right now would you play for any other team that's not sonics nah 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 not at all um and it's not just out of loyalty that's out of practicality as well I mentioned it before, but over the last 10 years, I've kind of changed my game to fit alongside my Sonics teammates. That's the only reason I've been able to have some pretty good seasons as of late. Whenever I play with other teams, I'm just cutting continuously and then no one's finding me in my spots. And then there's no way I can score 20 points if, if I'm not playing in Sonics. Well, how about those rebounds you pick up, man? Well, the thing is, those rebounds are only possible because they're like, the other teams are throwing four or five bodies at yourself and your brother. 
That's what I'm saying. The rebound. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm just, I'm really just benefiting off, off my teammates and how uh, my teammates play. So if I were to go to another team, I would have to spend another 10 years readapting my game again. But dude, you could always shoot, man. Like you were always able to shoot. I remember from playing with you at high school, you could always shoot the ball. Yeah. Yeah. The shooting's kind of gone. That I, I think I peaked. I peaked. My shooting peaked in high school. You reckon? Yeah, I, find, I found a weird thing which I've been trying to figure out over the past three years is the more rebounds I get, the worse I shoot. Mm. So it's one of those, i got to pick my own poison kind of thing. I think mm. I use too much legs in trying to get around people and get rebounds and then I don't have enough legs to shoot. So Brandon, you haven't known Elam since high school, right? Yeah, we played our first, 06 was, first, um, was my first year at high school and then Elam and I played on the same team in 2006. Now, what's your early memory of Elam then? What kind of player was he? Man, like the team that I, that I played in, we ended up, so it was the under 15 team and Terry O'Day was our coach. And we had like, in that team was a collection of what was like, what formed pretty much majority of Elam's like close basketball friend group, um, mm-hmm. which I ended up becoming, I guess, like a, an extension of from being a part of the team. But it was guys like Gautham, Wesley, um, I remember Eddie was there, Ben, Aaron. Um, Aaron, yeah, like all these dudes who we played on the same team together and we were in year nine and year 10. Uh, and then we get right to the end of the season and then realize that majority of the players were ineligible except for like a handful of us. And we were, <laughs> and we were wiping the floor with people. We were blowing teams out by like 40 or 50 points. And so the early memories for me, it was just learning from like um, Ben Watkins, who was another big who was starting. And it was just pretty much catching rebounds and firing outlet passes to these guys who could like dribble and finish. So like, we were, um, yeah, we were cleaning up. But Elon was just, yeah, he was one of the, you were starting in that, in that team, eh? Were you? Man, I don't even remember. But all I know is if we're going that far back, I didn't really score points in basketball games until year 11. No. Until year 10, until the very end of the year after the season you're talking about. There was this one game that I had a revelation that if I just ran down the court really hard every time we got the ball, Mm. they could throw the ball ahead to me and I could do a fast break layup. Mm. I think that game I scored 26 and then I've been scoring ever since. But before that, I was averaging probably like two points a game. Yeah, just always. We were, I think it was just the running, eh? We were a lot fitter because in that season, majority of the work Mm. that we did before season man all those laps for miss free throws jeez like that was what kept us like on form and uh and then uh brandon also went through a, a phase called birdman brandon oh that was so that, that was one of my favorite variations of uh, brandon so his his game has evolved completely from uh when he mentioned where he was just picking up rebounds when he first started playing and now he's a do it all kind of player but somewhere in the middle he became birdman brandon where he jailed up a giant mohawk and uh, the iconic moment I remember was at one of the tournaments. Uh, we were playing against a, a team that we were underdogs to. And one of their good bigs, or I don't remember, one of their star players came in for a drive. And then uh, Brandon on the backboard out of nowhere. And then, and then he caught the yeah. ball and he landed. And then he, and then he, and then he, and then he uh, put ruffled, his hand through his mohawk. <laughs> but see, that, mo- that mohawk happened I- because it needed to happen out of principle. Because I was captain of the team and shaving everyone's head. 
And so <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't shave. We, and you also were shaving people's heads too. You uncovered, you shaved one kid's head so bad. You uncovered a mole <laughs> that he didn't even know about. <laughs> like it wasn't even a mole. It was borderline abscess gone wrong. And it just, and I remember you doing it and then screaming at the top of your lung, like, what the hell is this? And just you laughing your pants off because you found this something that medical professions, professionals wouldn't even be able to categorize while we were shaving people's heads. And so obviously we did stuff like that and, I knew we were, you know, we were going to take the fall for it when we came back to school. So I needed to shave, shave mine as well. Otherwise, we were going to, you know. So I just thought, most practical, I shave the leanings, head into a mohawk. Okay, I'll do the same. And then I guess... I'm surprised that Lee is still friends with us, actually, given the fact that we shaved his head that first year. Yeah. Um, I'm not proud of those actions, but I was, you know, I was, I was young and it was really funny. And I still... <laughs> <laughs> One um one kid went in that same tournament. You remember Lucas? Oh man, he was the Keep kid going. who bounced. He bounced on the trampoline early days oh. of the tournament, and he tried to do a flip, and he kneed himself in the <laughs> yeah. jaw, and he put his Dude, one of his teeth his through his lip. The sad thing is, I don't actually remember <laughs> Lucas, but I remember that event taking place. Yeah, and his lip oh. completely split. So anytime he started laughing, he started crying because <laughs> it hurt so much. <laughs> A literal stitch up. <laughs> but those are some good times. Yeah, man. So we've been playing together for for a while. Yeah, I think. Well, I think Elam, you're the you're the guy who I played with the most out of out of everyone else since like it must be like. It, since year nine till today like this season so 2006 to 2020 so that's 14 years you and i've been playing together yeah man i don't know if uh, you've i don't know if you've been playing with anyone else for longer but that's probably you're probably it for me no 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 that's it that's it it's uh it's it's pretty uh quite a rare thing really how wholesome yeah very wholesome brandon you know you don't have the podcast too now elon what's your podcast about no, 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 Brandon, he's our competitor. We can't promote him. No, oh. we got... We, we, we got <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go I'll ahead, promote you, know. you, man. Go ahead, you know. No, 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 no. It's called uh, the Leong Chow Podcast, which is just our last name. So he's just a mate, probably one of my best mates that I grew up with. And then uh, we've always had heaps of life conversations and about all sorts of things. Um, so then we thought we'd just make a podcast during the shutdown and uh, share some of those thoughts and life experiences and just mm. have banter and uh see if that'll be helpful for anyone else as well don't man nice so you and so you and so you two are doing um you guys are both training your vert together yeah 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 so he he plays volleyball uh so obviously okay. he's always trying to get his his vert up um and i've been trying to get mine up uh i yeah. bought a book called vertical foundations mm-hmm. so then that's the program that um i've been going off of uh mm. It's kind of, it's, it's all right, but yeah, man, just mm. trying to get there, man. My, I need a, I'm fighting against uh, nature here because uh, my natural genetics is just completely unbouncy. How high can you reach now? Uh, my best, or my latest test was 316 centimeters. Oh, that's like 10 centimeters above the rim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so my vertical is around 35, 36 inches, and I probably need to get it to close to 40. 
Wow. Uh, dunk, I think. Wow. Which is which is pretty tough because you guys know you guys have known me for years, so you know that I I'm not really a bouncy dude. I can only I just run up and down the court well. No, you're mm. always really explosive though. Like that's how you get all those rebounds on offense. I remember like even back in when I was student in the media learning basketball from you at Howick Rick. Uh, first thing you come into training, you know, like, guys, look at this. You jump up, you got the rim. <laughs> and then like 10 year old yeah. Mark thought you were so cool. Oh man. Yeah, and what is and what is 24 year old Mark? Oh, he's, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not he's not he's not much. Oh man. All right, all right. Anything else you want to talk about, Brandon? No, man, it's been awesome. I'm glad we got Elam on the show. Elam, how how good was it to win the championship last year? Uh honestly, if I if I allow myself to just go back to that moment, I just the feelings are all still there. Mm. It's one of the best feelings of my life, I think. Just because we lost that game too in such a mm. in such a sad way. Yeah. And I was so down. And then yeah. I had just that whole week to come back and then to come back and play probably what would be one of the best games of my life and then yeah and then take that take that win as uh yeah euphoric would probably be the word mm. you probably had one of the best performance in eba playoff history on that game and then um it still haunts me that my players did not close you out <sighs> to be fair they were kind of deep um <laughs> <laughs> Yes, some, some deep threes. <laughs> I, I just want to say, I think I remember it was after either the first game or the second game. You said that you were going to come guard me the whole game and stop me from scoring. I should have done better by you, you know. Like, I admit, you had one hell of a series. You outplayed me. You outplayed my team. And then um, your team really came together in that game three. Because we were up by 20 points in that fourth quarter. And then somehow you guys came Na- back. Because Naz hit about five threes in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. I think um, that game was a good testament on um, when we do our EBA all-time draft, why Edom should be a top pick. Like, he always shows up in big-time moments. He's always consistent. And then he's just a good leader in general. Like, I play with you for, like, 10 years now. You always got our back. You know, you always support each other. And then I think that's also why Saunders came up on top last year. Because you guys were the better team in terms of being, like, a team chemistry and team dynamic. Yeah. Man, you're making me blush, Mark. Anyways, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Elam. It was great to have this catch up with you. Sweet, man. Thank you, Commissioner. You're doing a great job with the podcast and with the league. You're, you're doing a great job with your podcast too, Elam. Plug us in a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason you're on the show today, man. <laughs> it's too yeah. Well, I appreciate that you think I have media, the influence. Media yeah. rage. Yeah. <laughs> I have 90 subscribers. So, you know. Wow, 90. That's like... Uh, 10 times more than we do (laughs) (laughs) fantastic thank you guys for listening next episode we will have Ray Wong from Gladiators on the show is there any quick stories you want to share about Ray Elam while you're still here um oh there's a lot but uh is uh, quite recently only a couple months ago he he would continually tell me that he can't post up I'd be (laughs) like Ray come on man you got you got the bounce you got you're strong you're handsome why not just post up? All you got to do is shove a shoulder into them. What does handsome have to say? He's saying that he needs to be handsome to post. <laughs> I like that that's like a, that, that's an intangible skill to having a post. So, like, what you're saying right now is that because he can post up, that means he's also he's handsome. handsome. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, 
Well, but, but I just want to give Ray some props because even despite saying that, and he, he would say, I can't, I'm trash. I can only run up and down the court and do layups. Quite recently, I've seen him do some back to the basket moves. So um, mm. he's clearly overcoming his own, his own limits. More facts from Elam. Nice. But I think that's also the uh, mistake Ray had is that ever since he told you those facts, every time Ray played against Elam, Elam would scream out, he can't post up. Yeah, you gotta, you 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 have to really watch out what you have let I, people. Have know. I ever said that to Ray? You can ask him on the next episode. I Bro, don't you were screaming I... at him the last time you guys played against each other. No, no, no. If my exact wording would have been, he doesn't like to post up. <laughs> if we can find any footage right now with Elam running past the mic on a Saturday <laughs> late, sure, because I know that him. Ray doesn't like. He's told me he doesn't like posting up. It I can see you can't. I can see in Ray's screen. He's stretching, warming up for for this podcast. Right <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. He's yeah. getting hot. He's all right, he, all right. He's all right. he's flashing his shirt. <laughs> he's he's making. He's ready to go. Ray's one of my favorite teammates, man. He's just always. He's a good laugh. Positive dude. Positive vibe. What I would like him to do though is um, <laughs> increase his vertical maybe by another two inches so that his dunk attempts turn into dunks. Otherwise, I believe he should just stick to layups. So that's the uh, that's probably my final my parting word. But I would like to see him throw down some sick dunks like Terry Lee in the near future. There you go, there you go. That's a good note to wrap this episode on. Awesome. Yeah. See, you guys, this is the EVA Players Podcast. I am your host Mark. I'm a co-host is Brandon, and we have Elon here today. Thank you, guys. Talk to you guys next time. <laughs>